This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Can't get to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB Public Media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg, and Wilts Cotrer, information technology expert at Newcore Steel, an IT instructor at Holmes Community College. From data that keeps your business moving to personal information you share and store online, your devices hold files, images, music, and conversations that matter most. So what would you do if you lost everything? If you think you're safe, think again. World Backup Day is March 31st, so don't be an April fool. Be prepared and back up your files. So today we're going to discuss backing up your technology. To join the show, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MVB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg, and Wilts Cotrer, information technology expert at New Core Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. From data that keeps your business moving to personal information you share and store online, your devices hold files, images, music, and conversations that matter most to you. So what would you do if you lost everything? I mean, just, it was wiped out. If you think you're safe, think again. World Backup Day is March 31st. is coming up. So don't be an April fool. Be prepared and back up your files. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What is backing up? How do you back up? What should I back up? Where should I back it up to? Those questions and more we're going to answer for you today and discuss. So we want you to be a part of our conversation. If you have any general tech questions or you want to talk about backing up your files or you have a backup file story, that would be great. If you have a catastrophe, if you didn't back up something like a term paper or a big thesis, God forbid... Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you did not back it up or you can't find it. Share that story with us so other people will know the importance of backing up those files. The number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Well, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hey, Jerry. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Jeremy, have you performed your backups today? <laughs> you know, guys, I it's amazing that we're doing this this week because I I am dealing with some people who didn't do their backups and they may be in trouble. Oh, so we're going to talk about backing up, why you should back up, what you should back up, and where you should back your things up too. Because I know a lot of people have questions, and I know you have questions. So we want you to go ahead, start thinking of those questions about backing up. If you have any questions for Wilton Jeremy, please get ready to call. But first, of course, we have to talk about one of the biggest stories that happened over the course of the uh, it happened Monday, didn't it? Yeah. Monday the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yes, he says. What is it? Uh, huh, what? Huh? What? Oh, is here. it already Wednesday? Yeah, oh, it's my gosh. Wednesday. Apple. I don't know where to start, guys. I put everything on there for you so oh, y'all can Apple take update. turns. Let's talk about this Apple situation and the, the, the um, Apple's keynote on Monday. Let's talk about what Tim Cook rolled out. He, he pulled out some big guns on this one. Yeah, uh, crickets. Crickets. <laughs> uh, Java, where my crickets sound? I mean, oh my God. I have to, I have to admit, um, 
I didn't watch it, haven't heard anything on it, hadn't looked at it because it's been a busy week. Okay. Uh, but I know there was some updates that came out. Well, yes. And the app, the Apple, the news app, the uh, the, uh, the the news feeds they're going to start working on and some things like that. So. Well, what happened was uh, Tim Cook, of course, you know who Tim Cook is. He took the stage with a newly refined pitch for why Apple's services are different. He started off with that uh, and did his spiel about Apple and what they want to, what Apple wants to give to the world. Now he brought out, like I said, he brought out some big guns. Oprah Winfrey, she actually closed out the uh, session. Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Anderson, uh, Alfrey Woodard, even Big Bird and Cody from Sesame Street made a, an appearance. It was an all-star show. Now, uh, with each new product uh, that came out, he went into detail uh, about the products. He had a new credit card, new services, and a premium TV channel services and video games. So, Jeremy, you want to talk about um, the new services that uh, Apple rolled out? Well, much like Wilts, I have had an extremely busy week, but mm-hmm. I do know that uh, they're working on an Apple Pay integrated credit card. Mm. Uh, so it's it's going to be like uh, you know a card that you actually carry with you so you don't have to have your phone or in the event that you don't have your phone still use it um that sounds neat i suppose i don't know about game changing um i'm 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 kind of um you know if i I could jump in i'm team i'm team iphone uh i'm team team apple but no i I? I am i am as well but I didn't see it really. Okay, as let's talk about some good but... par- uh, good points of this Apple Card. Now, unlike <laughs> traditional applications, you can apply directly on the iPhone, and once approved, the card is stored digitally on the Wallet app, where you can view your statements, balances, and payments due dates. Also, according to Apple, there will be no late fees or increased interest rates for late payments. Uh, it's not available now. It'll be, it will be available uh, this summer. Also, the card generates new security codes each time you make a purchase. That means it doesn't have a, a credit card number associated with each, you know, so it doesn't keep yeah, it. And less, 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 um, you know. People yeah, but the, the last credit card that I applied for, guess mm-hmm. what I did? I did it on my iPhone. Oh. And it all worked there. And I don't know. I guess I'm I'm in I'm in one of those. I'm getting a little bit cynical with some of these launches because mm-hmm. they really need to kind of show it. Um well, the, you know, it, it rolls out in the summer. And yeah, I'd be curious to see we, it. We'll have an update about the uh, Apple updates this summer. And let's talk about maybe the feedback from the world and see if they like the new Apple card. Uh, speaking of that, they have a new news app. Now, this news app, I said amp, news app is actually, it looked kind of neat. It's different from a regular, just a regular news app that comes with uh, the iPhone. Well, it is. Uh, it comes with a fee. <laughs> and you get to pay ten dollars a month for them to tell you the news. Uh, I, like I said, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit. I'm I'm uh, I'm a little bit cynical, and I'm very much Team Apple too. But it mm-hmm. just seems like they're trying to make everything proprietary, and I'm not a big fan of that. Um, Google had tried that before, and it didn't work out too well. Facebook has tried that, and they're they're still crawling through the mud on that one. I don't know if Apple really needs to dwell on. Apple needs to focus on what they do, and that is make really amazing products that work really really well. But they're that I think they're potentially positioning themselves for a really big um, issue. Really? Now, yeah. they say Apple's Edge is unlike um, Google and Facebook. It doesn't sell targeted ads now. Now, that is a huge plus because mm-hmm. everybody knows Google and Facebook are both. They are advertising companies. And as, as it, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them, they could do that, but it's coming with the fee. Well, see, that's what Tim Cook was all about trying to change the image of that and trying to say we're not trying to bombard you with a bunch of ads and buy this and buy that just buy what we give you <laughs> right but i mean my, my whole thing is i'm not going to pay ten dollars a month for me to receive the news that you want to give me that just seems a little skewed to Ooh. me not in this day and age i mean uh-huh. there's there's news everywhere i'm not going to pay ten dollars for their version of the news <laughs> man so guys, guys yes yes i, I I owe everyone an apology. I, I thought this Apple Card was an actual card because there's there's pictures of a card that looks like a chip card, but this is just uh, it's a virtual card. It doesn't have a physical card. Right. But, but the but a lot of people are showing like this. Marissa Robertson has a chip card with the Apple logo on it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of confusing. So I apologize. Not there is no actual card. Right. It's virtual. All right. I think that's better. I mean, you can't, 
you know, lose it. I mean, of course, thieves will ultimately find a way to try to get this information. But I, what I like about the card is it doesn't uh, store security codes and um, even the number on the credit card number. It generates a new CVV code expiration now date. That's pretty cool. That I, is, I like I mean, that. I had, to, I had to give them that. But, again, you're going to be relying on having your phone. You've, they've got to get the information somehow. And uh, just like you can lose your wallet, you can lose your phone. See, and what's funny is that our biggest story today ties into our topic. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Backing up, I have some statistics that will blow your oh, mind yeah. a little bit later in the show about how uh, people don't back up, how many phones are lost in a day and, and things like that. So, again, it's very important. We're going to be relying on our phones more than um, more than we already do with these new um, oh, yeah. Apple apps. Uh, Jeremy, let's talk about the last um, part that's probably more interesting to you is the Apple Arcade. <laughs> So Apple's going to be uh, setting up their own uh, game streaming service, kind of like what Google's doing. Um, okay, let's see what happens. Um, it's just, it's interesting. I, what I see here, guys, it stinks of desperation. Yeah. Just, it's just not really Apple. I'm, yeah, this, this is just really this. This is this is a really this is a really really odd thing from the tech side. This is not what Apple does. This is um, no. this mm. is playing into the mainstream. Apple's always try to break away from that. All they're basically doing is they're regurgitating what everybody else is talking about. Whoa. This and was uh, this was not a big Steve Jobs moment. No, and and that's the thing. It's like ever since Tim Cook took over Apple, Apple has become a shell of its former self or a, a hollow core of the Apple it once was. Oh, I know. It's really strange. I mean, you ought to see the look, uh, Jeremy, on Michelle's face. She's not believing I mean, but but no, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, you know, hey, we talk about the really, really positives of these people, but when they when they kind of uh when they when they pass and fumble, we gotta talk about that too. Oh. Yes. Um, Java really. shaking his head. Please See, come in on this ja- one. J- Java, Java drinking the like, Kool-Aid. And, hey, I'm sitting right here. I have an Apple phone I love. I mean, I I, I manage uh, close to 100 of them every day. Love them. Would recommend them to anyone. Um, no, I'm in, but, Don't you I'm have in, a Mac? No, I'm in, you have a Mac, yeah, I, have, right? I have a Mac. I have an iPhone. I'm a, in agreement with Jeremy and Wilkes. This is out of um, Apple's norm. And even to the point of their big announcement yesterday, um, especially from all the reports, it was full of fluff, but not a lot of substance. Yeah. Like yes. people, they call it, um, they're like their, their streaming service is supposed mm-hmm. to be like a, a Netflix mm-hmm. killer, but mm-hmm. we don't even know what it's about. Yeah. They brought Oprah out and we love her and Steven Spielberg, big bird, big bird <laughs> but it's no, it's still no, uh, you know, well, depths things what haven't rolled out and t- they haven't rolled out any, um, anything tangible yet. But usually right. when they do these announcements, they, they have something. Yeah, it's all about some kind of hardware or something that you can see, touch, and feel. But today it was, I mean, where the other day it was just about, we got these things coming. They're going to be great. You're going to love it because we're Apple. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah, see, now, that, that's what kind of bites me. And it's like, oh, well, the games are coming. There's going to be over 100 of them. But we're not going to tell you how much we're going to have to pay for that right now. Well, you know what? I play an Xbox, and guess what? I have access to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games for no fee. 10 so, bucks a month. Yeah, I mean, if even I mean, if you have live, that's sixty bucks a year. So that's five bucks a month. Wow. Like, and then there's there's also the uh, the Xbox Game Pass, uh, which is like ten dollars a month, and you have access to like everything. Uh, it, it's almost a hundred games. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of like newer titles and stuff. I've been demoing that, and it's it's pretty neat. It's pretty impressive what they're able to do. But it kind of seems like. Apple's just trying to save face here and just kind of catch up with what all these other companies are innovating. And that's that's my main complaint is that Apple was the innovator, man. They were the trendsetters. They were the ones who, who developed that individual mindset in the computing world. And they're kind of turning around and doing the opposite, which is really strange. Now, there is one really interesting development with Apple uh, over the next couple of years. They are going to be shying away from Intel processors. They are going to ARM. Uh, it's just a different style of processor that will be in the computer, but that means that all of this uh, familiar architecture, all this, all these viruses and things that have been written, all, all these security holes, uh, they'll be less susceptible to it because they'll be on a different type of processor. Now, I don't know if Apple made this decision based on what a terrible year Intel has been having with their uh, all of their processors being vulnerable to a, a major exploit called Spoiler. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I just know that this is a really bad year for Intel. It's it's oh, yeah. it's kind of strange to see Big Blue 
and all these other big companies fall so hard. But you get cocky, you know, up there on the mountaintop, and it, you know there are people that are climbing, coming for you. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. I'm really curious to see what this processor change is going to do for the operating system as a whole, because it's it's going to be different, a lot different than it was before. Um, uh, they used Power PCs when the Apple PCs first, or when the Apple computers first came out, and and uh, when they were in their colorful varieties and all. So, um, in uh, when the MacBooks started coming out, they they migrated over to Intel architecture, and now they're going to be shying away from that. So this this is an interesting move, and to me, that's the most intriguing thing about what Apple has decided to do this year. Yeah, and what I'm kind of curious about, and I haven't really seen much. I don't know if you've seen it, Jeremy. Is is it going to lose its compatibility? Things like you can run right now, like you know right. VMware and everything. You can run Windows environments in there. Are they going to again put themselves back on that island and say we're not going to play with everybody else? We're coming back over here because you know it, it. Yeah, it. It like you said, it's been a very very bad year for Intel. But I think that taking away that compatibility is is going to make for some tough roads as well. All it's right. Risky. It- really is as far as compatibility goes there's there's definitely some some roadblocks on the way all right yeah well we're going to take a first break of the show and when we return we'll begin our conversation on backing up your technology now we've talked about some interesting um apple um rollouts and things like that and we're going to talk about why it is important for you to back up your technology if you have a question or comment or any general tech question feel free to give us a call the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. or you can email the show to everyday tech at mpbonline.org stay tuned this is everyday tech only on mpb think radio Traveling through Oxford or Tupelo, stuck in traffic in Jackson or Meridian, or cruising along the coast in Biloxi or Ocean Springs, MPB goes with listeners wherever they go. Your company's message can go along, too. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting to find out how. Whether you have a car you want to show off or you like to stroll around and dream, you might be interested in Eurofest in Natchez. AutoCorrect will have an organizer of the free event in the studio with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, and both can take your questions either by email, auto at mpbonline.org, or over the phone during the show tomorrow at 10 a.m. Listen to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio or on the Internet at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MVB Think Radio. back. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm Michelle McAdoo. I'm Michelle McAdoo. And um, today I have my boys with me. Of course, my tech guys. I'm calling you guys my tech guys. Will Swiltz Contreras and Jeremy Thompson via Skype. And today we're talking about backing up your technology. Plus, we're taking your personal tech questions, so give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can always email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, as you heard the song, Backing Up, when we came in, that's what we're talking about today. I know a lot of people um, have questions about backing up tech. How do I do it? Do I do it the same as uh, with an Android or iPhone? That's a very good question. But we have my friend Alan Holding. He called earlier and he listened to our whole spiel about Apple. So I wonder what Alan has for us today. Good morning, Alan. Hi, Michelle, uh, Jeremy, Wilt, and Java. I hope y'all are all well today. We are. How are you doing? Yeah. I'm great. Y'all know I I use an iPhone, but I'm in the same boat with the rest of you guys about this Apple announcement this week. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, companies that, that start veering away from what they've always done well, there's no guarantee they're going to be able to put the magic touch onto anything they decide to get into. I'm, I'm just not a big fan of Apple getting into 
financial services, media production, uh, news, and, and the whole nine yards, all that stuff they announced. So, uh, 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 you know, I realize companies have to diversify and stuff like that, but I don't know. This this Apple card, I, 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 I wasn't impressed. I, mean, I, I earned two. Look, I, I use a credit card. I like to earn reward points, right? Okay, so I already earned 2% rewards points with what I have now. The thing about the Apple card, you earn 2% rewards if it's used in conjunction with the Apple Pay service. Right. Well, Apple Apple Pay's been out there for four or five years. There's just no place around here that takes it hardly. Walgreens takes it. McDonald's takes it. And, and, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah I mean, if Chick-fil-A don't take it, I'm not going. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I mean... I, I, I don't know. I, I, it just didn't seem to be all that great. And there, there actually, Jeremy, there actually is a physical card for the times when you're not, uh, when you don't have your phone. So they, they have a titanium. I mean, I'm sure it looks really cool and it's made out of titanium and all that kind of good stuff. But I mean, really, come on. I mean, give me a break. Uh, I just, uh, I, I, I just wasn't impressed with with all the announcements and stuff. I mean, I mean, I mean, ultimately, all they want you to do is they want you to send them a nice big check every month they want you to get all the news from them and all your media from them and you know you know know, they've had the music service forever now they're trying to get into video and all that kind of stuff as well but uh uh, i i I don't know but i do want to talk about backups too okay back your systems up people if you're using a computer at home get a usb external drive get a good program like macrim reflect it's free make a complete image backup of your system and if there's a fire or some kind of major disaster, grab your external USB drive before you leave the premises, and you know you, you, you'll be okay. You can restore your stuff. And if you're using an iPhone or an iDevice, do an iTunes encrypted backup. That's the best way to get the most of your stuff that you can store. Uh, you know, uh, I know a lot of people back up to a cloud. Uh, drive stuff like that. I I, I I like to back up at home. That that that's me because uh, doing it over doing it over the internet via a cloud service. You right. you've got to have uh, you got to have a lot of space to do it on. It just takes time. I'm not sure my internet connection fast enough for it. But oh. that's my that's my two cents. So. Well, that'll do it for everyday tech. Uh, we've had, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Um, I know we're ending early, but uh, just thirty minutes early. But and, uh, thank you, Alan, so much. You just wrapped up my show. Thank Thank you so much. I'm going to have to um, probably pay you for that and um, bring you in. We are actually looking into getting Alan here on our show. I would show. love. I mean, I would absolutely love to have Alan in with us. Uh, I'd actually, I, you know, this is and this is 100 percent being serious. I don't, you know, I mean, I uh, because it does add a lot because I think, um, and, and you know, I mean, we we like to joke and 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 you know. Um, with Alan and everything else, but I think what he adds to this, I mean, you know, you have the consumer. You, well, you have, yeah, mm-hmm. you have, there, there is, there are some different views and, and I, and I do understand that, that, you know, from my end of it being actually in the industry, working in it, I see it from one direction and it's a lot of, like a lot of things we've got to remember to not lose, lose that vision of how it's perceived elsewhere as well. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like us sitting here talking about these things like with Apple and everything else. Like, you know, some things may look good in the boardroom. Some things may look great on policy. But in the end result, how are you affecting the people? Right. You know, and uh, that's what I think. And that's what I think is so valuable. You know, Alan and so many of our callers really bring to this mm-hmm. is is giving us that balance, because I know a lot of times that makes me think about a lot of things as right. well. Well, thank you, Alan, of course, again. Um and we, you know, we have your number, and we will. I will be in touch with you. Thank you so much for all the years you've called and given us great tidbits of uh, technology tips. I like that technology yeah, tips it, from Alan. I might do a segment on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, but but you know, he's absolutely right. I mean, backing up nowadays, there's so many different options, mm-hmm. and you know, we got to start off with some people may be wondering, hey, what are we talking about? Yeah, let's about? start there. What, what is backing up your tech? Yeah, basically, in essence, it's a copy. Um, you know, think of think of backing up just like taking a copy of your birth certificate and going to the copy machine down the hall and making a copy of it. It's it's making a duplication that's there and available in case you say lose the original, for example. Um, you know, it, and it's amazing. The people who are generally going to be pretty enthusiastic about backing up are those who have lost things. It's kind of like. Uh, 
you know, have you ever lost your wallet? If you ever lost your wallet or your purse, you probably have a different perspective <laughs> than someone who never has. And and that's really what we're talking about here is how do you get that information back, be it financial, be it personal? You know, the big uh, example I give to a lot of students whenever we start talking about the backup segment is, you know, we have digital photos on our computer at home since literally my kids were born and uh, I would not be able to sleep with both eyes closed at night if anything were to happen to those pictures. Because, I mean, that's, that's, that's so much life in, in, in all of those different files. It's just like if you imagine if you go back to the days when your grandparents or parents had, like, you know, the photo albums. What's the one thing you would really, really worry about if something were happening in your house? If you were, you know, heaven forbid, involved in a flood or a fire or something else, you're looking for those things because you know what? You can replace the couch. You can replace the stove. You can replace the bed. You can't replace the photo albums. You can't replace those memories. Speaking of that, remember two years ago almost when my iPhone just suddenly went out, when the iPhone fairy came and sprinkled her uh not working dust on it, and it yeah, just right went a, out. Right after a Tim Cook announcement, I think it was. So it maybe was. Y'all might, everybody better watch out for your iPhones. It was. It happened just like that. So they <laughs> rolled out the new phone, and my old phone just completely went dead. Wilts tried on several attempts to um, <laughs> open it, and he hasn't. I have not yet been able to get in that phone. I have photos that I want. What could I have done? Even the lady at the Apple store, she she asked me, did you back up anything or do anything in the cloud or whatever. I was like, Well, what? Um, all of your iPhones, whenever you have an iTunes or i i account, whatever you want to call it, um, when you have that iTunes password, that, that iCloud account, it's actually set to automatically back up configurations, settings, maybe which, you know, it automatically knows what games you've downloaded. Now, one of the downfalls of that is that it also wants to back up your photos. And, you know, I think everyone probably would agree that a lot of us use our uh, smartphones very heavily for photos and videos. I mean, it's kind of become the number one mm-hmm. snap and take, you know, picture thingy. Um, well, amazingly, for the free amount of storage space they give you, it's not nearly enough to cover your photos. Oh. They give you five, five meg, five gig, five, five gig. Uh, that's not gonna. That's gonna, you know, not hold all too many photos. So instantly, I mean, everyone's probably seeing it. You get that pop up. It's like, hey, you've run out of storage. Mm-hmm. You need to go ahead and pay us some more money every month, and we'll give you some more. Um, and, and that's very common with a lot of free services. I mean, you know, you're going to get a basic. Um, but I tell folks, okay, fine, even if you're not backing up your photos there, for one, there's a lot of other photo apps that are available out there. I actually have Google Photos on my iPhone, and it uh, it does the exact same thing, but it doesn't charge me every month. So it saves. We're going to talk about every that one of my photos bit. coming over. But, yeah, yeah. so what you're, what you're really mm-hmm. doing, so, so what you're not wanting to lose with your phone of course, the photos, mm-hmm. and you got to make decisions, and we're going to talk some more about that. But Documents. Uh, documents. Notes. Emails, I use my notes pretty my heavily. Notes, my notes. My notes. I'm not going to say what's in my notes, but my notes. Someone looked, saw my phone and said, uh, wow. Yeah, you know what I have in my notes. I can't remember every pa- I'm When you're in grad school, like, you know, Wilch, you know, when you're in school, in college, in grad school, Ph.D. program, you have so many passwords. And when you're working at a radio station and you're doing two radio stations. How about you maintain a large network? I have pages and pages (laughs) worth of passwords. So I know it's risky. But I have to have them down somewhere, and I don't write them. I write. I have them in my phone, and that's what I messed up before when my phone went out. I had to reset a lot of stuff because I couldn't even get in my phone. Right, and having that iCloud backup would have allowed that. Now, one thing to consider: there are some very good password apps that are out there that will still allow that to be encrypted. If you put some things in oh. notes, it's very easy for somebody to break into notes. If I can get into your phone right quick, I can probably get into it. Wow. Uh, something to think about, but this, you know, like LastPass and some of those. I don't know, uh, Jeremy, which which ones do you use? Well, as far as password stuff, I don't, I don't really have anything. I just protect my phone with a code, and I really I, I remember most of my passwords, but I'll put whatever in a. Uh, it's an app called S Notes, which is an encrypted app, hmm. um, so it protects my stuff that way. But yeah, I, I would say as long as you have uh, some sort of password that nobody can guess on your phone, um, that your uh, your information is mostly safe there. Um, as far as protecting that information long term and creating a backup of it, uh, you know, whenever you get your new phone, there's always an account uh, that you have to set up or sign into, and that account is what is going to synchronize with the cloud to make sure that all of your data is backed up properly. The but like we were saying, the main issue is they don't give you enough storage 
out the gate. They just give you enough to get you started, and then they try to sell you on it. Yeah. Um, Apple's doing that. Google's doing that. They're all you know, trying to make their money where they can. Um, but when it comes to really having a, a secure backup, I would think that you would want it in at least three places. Um, the cloud, the device that it's stored on itself, mm-hmm. and then some sort of external device. Oh, you That's- know what? I love that you brought that up. We're going to put a pin in that. When we get back, we're going to talk about how to back up your smartphone and or um, devices, period, and where you should back up to. Thank you for bringing that up, Jeremy. We're going to talk about that and a lot more. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to give us a call. We're wanting to hear from you. If you want to know how you should back up or what you should back up or how do I do that, Jeremy or Wilts? What what you do I get a USB drive server? How do I back up on Windows 7, 8 on my Mac? Is it different or is it the same? Or if you have any general tech question, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers, look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org underwriting for more information. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is Everyday Tech. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, here today with our tech experts, Wilts Contreras and Jeremy Thompson. Now, if you're just joining us today, we've been talking about backing up your technology. If you'd like to be a part of the show, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can reach us by email. The address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, did you know that 83% of us own a computer, but only, and 89% of us own a mobile phone, yet only one out of four people make regular backups on their data? That's that's not good. And more than 60 million computers will fail worldwide this year, and more than 200,000 smartphones are lost or stolen each year. Now, that's countless irreplaceable documents uh, documents that are um, lost and can never be restored. So what can you do about that? So here's the deal. Back up your data. Back it up. Back and actually, you know, up. I mean, in all honesty, just from my um, very unofficial polling capabilities, I'd actually say that one in four is actually um, being, it, <laughs> I, I think is a heck of a lot less than that. I think I can, I can, be in some of the lunch and learns that I've done in a room of 20, 30 people. And when I ask the, how many of y'all back up on a regular basis or back up at all, uh, I'll see maybe three or four hands, if wow. that, go up. It, it's yeah. just, uh, it's amazing folks that don't, and usually, again, those people, if I ask them, why do you back up? It's because I've lost it all before. Uh, so we talked, before the break, we talked about what you should back up and um, how to back up. So let's talk about well, we talked a little bit about how. Let's get deep, er, deeper yeah, let's get, into let's how. In the house. So, Jeremy, you want to start, like you were talking about how you should back it up, uh, what you should back it up to, and let's just break down that process because some people like me are out here thinking, what are they talking about? <laughs> how do sure. I do this? So, uh, like I said, when you first get your new phone, uh, they already want to go ahead and try to help you out with this issue because they know that you're probably the other 75%. And I also agree. I think the number is way less than 25%. Um, But if that's the statistic, they think you're part of the other 75% that doesn't back up their data. So they want to try to do this automatically for you to make this as easy as possible. So you sign in with your account. Uh, you set up the uh, the services that you want to back up, or it can just do everything by default. And then uh, whenever you add a contact to your phone, as long as you're adding it to that account, whenever you go and switch phones in two, three years, or if you lose yours and have to switch sooner, you'll still have that information on the phone. Um, this has become, at least for Samsung's, a pretty easy process. Um, you just you, Samsung has their own accounts as well that you can sign into the phone with, but... Um, they, they make it easy to switch all of your data over as long as you have that information. So when you set that information up on your phone, understand how important it is. 
because I have so many people come into my shop and they'll say I don't have access to this account and I'm like hey, we you don't have the email, you don't have the password, you don't remember it. No, I don't remember what I set up. You need to remember that. It is of utmost importance. And these days, when you sign into that account, um, this isn't quite backup, but it's still important. It also acts as an anti-theft mechanism. So if somebody stole your phone and they tried to reset it and use it, it would make them sign back into that account before they could use the phone. Just like uh, with iCloud, Android has uh, factory reset protection. So you want to make sure you remember that password. Having said that, um, you also want to make sure that you're hooking your device up to your computer on a regular basis and actually backing it up to your computer. Take all those pictures, those documents, whatever you got, and copy them to your computer. Once you've got them on your computer, you have now duplicated your data. You've got it in two places, so if it were to disappear from one place, you've still got a backup. Mm. However... Like I said, I like to operate with a rule of three because, I mean, accidents do happen. I mean, it, 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 it's what? just part of life. Moore's law is a real thing, you know, so, or, uh, yeah. Murphy's, so, Murphy's law. Murphy's law. Sorry, Moore is the processor guy, you yeah. know, being a tech guy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Murphy's law is, is definitely a real thing. So once you've got that data on your computer, you need to take at least like an external drive or a flash drive and copy that data over to it and then, like we say, put it in a fire safe, put it somewhere where it can be protected. That way, if anything happens, if your house did burn down, you would still have that information. The other way, uh, which would be less susceptible to your house burning down, would be storing information in the cloud. Now, some people are all like, oh, I don't really like messing with the cloud, but the cloud is reliable because there's multiple backups out there in the cloud. They're not going to lose your data because they also back it up multiple times. So it's much safer. Right. Well, before we continue on how and um, what to back up and what you should back up to, let's go to back to the phone lines and speak with Brian. Good morning, Brian. Thanks for calling the show. Good morning, guys. Um, I was just listening to you talk about backups and everything, and I actually had a situation this week with a laptop computer, and I use solid-state drives, which I love. They're, you know, they're lighter. They are more energy-efficient. The big drawback to a solid-state drive I've always heard about but never seen before was that when they die, they don't give you a warning. And your hard drive in a computer, a lot of times, you know, it'll start acting funny. Uh, you'll notice it running slow or making a ticking sound, and you know your hard drive is about to go. And so, you know, that's usually when people start thinking about backups. Uh, right. Luckily, last week, I had just gone through and did a, a massive backup of everything just randomly and uh so i was sitting there i went i was walking up to my laptop to do something and it went to a blue screen and turned off and i sat there and looked at it for a moment it came back on and a message came up that said you have no hard drive installed and that's how i learned how solid state drives die <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No morning at all but, it's not graceful um, yeah i was also using a plan uh on the cloud uh, and I hadn't even thought about it for months. Uh, it was called Business uh, Crash Pro, I think is what it was called. And um, I actually was able to go to another computer and log into it to check to see um, if I even still had it running because I'd just forgotten about it. And everything was backed up on the cloud from like the last two hours that I was on the computer, so I lost nothing. Fantastic. So backups are so important. Well, and, yes. and you know, and you you uh, and you hit on a lot of things there because what you know, kind of going back to what Jeremy was saying along, with, you know, you have them in multiple locations because right. if you back everything up and put it in, I I used to run into people who was like, oh yeah, I back it up, I back it up right to my C drive. Right. Okay, you're backing yeah, up your C drive so. to your C drive, so once right. the physical drive, you know, and uh, you know, um, I'm kind of like you. I use I use cloud services as well, but I've also got you know some stuff local. I kind of like to. You know, it's kind of like diversifying your money. you got to diversify right. your backups, you know. I use the USB hard drives, but when I use one, I use a, I buy, they're cheap now, so I buy two, and I make duplicate, I back up the backup. <laughs> That's exactly what I do yeah. with my wife's computer. There are two um, USB drives attached to it, and I have a backup job goes to one, backup job goes to the other, uh, because, again, yeah. I don't want to lose those photos. <laughs> right. And a lot of times, too, I'll even go to the point to where I'll put one in a safety deposit box if we're going to go somewhere or if we're going to uh, if we're going to experience bad weather. And we live in the South. We get tornadoes and stuff all the time. 
so a lot of times I'll even put one in a safe or something like that That's just smart. in case if something catastrophic happens. It has some other layer of protection for it. Well, and, and sometimes we also can call that um, from the security side of things, and I may be using the term wrong because it just popped in my head, but I kind of consider that like an air gap measure. Uh, we talk a lot about different security things and like ransomware and everything else. Having that backup and having it actually disconnected and away from your computer, if you were to unfortunately ever get a very bad virus infection, I mean, we're talking a lot about, uh, you know, physical failure of devices, but, you know, we got to remember this. there's the software side of things, too. Right. Um, that can actually protect you from that because some of these ransomware programs, uh, it just happened to a major manufacturer um, in the last two weeks. They got pretty much locked down, and the only way they're going to be able to restore that is they have what they call offline backups, backups that weren't affected. Because a lot of these viruses not only will affect your computer, but they'll affect your backups as well. So having that, like exactly what you're talking about there, removing it um, can be the difference between restoring yourself and you know being stuck. Right. My oldest son actually had that happen to his phone. The virus Ooh. actually loaded itself into the cloud. So when he was tried to restore his phone, it would restore from the cloud. The virus would restore itself, and he had to actually wipe his cloud data. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's sophisticated. That, and, wow. And they're continuing to get more sophisticated. I mean, it's it's. Here's the thing: it's the need for the backup is not going to diminish. The no. need for the backup is only going to increase. And I think that uh, hopefully we're past those days of people saying, "Oh, I don't have anything that I need to worry about." Uh, the moment you sit there and say, well, can I just take your computer right now and you wouldn't need anything off it? Well, <laughs> well, thank you well, thank so you much, Brian, for giving us that um, great tidbit of advice and information. And that's what this show is about. Again, like you, um, Will said, most people who back up regularly have went through the um, trenches. They know mm -hmm. the importance because of it because they lost something important. Thank you again, Brian. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, before we go to break, I have a special announcement that we did not, we failed to say at the beginning uh -oh. of the show. I want to say congratulations to, of course, uh, our computer doctor, my friend, Jeremy Thompson, um, computer doctors and phone surgeons in Hattiesburg is number four in Mississippi. Rated number four in Mississippi, top rated local businesses in Mississippi. I need my hand claps, uh, Java. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Hi, you guys. Congratulations. Here. Um, I, thank you. We're going to cry um, together. <laughs> I, I just want to say I, I didn't expect to, <laughs> to say this. Uh, you guys are putting me on the I spot I didn't prepare here, a speech, but, um, uh, but, you know, I, I just want to thank my mom and dad. <laughs> well, seven years ago when I started this company, I, I started it out of, out of a studio apartment, and I just I had a desire to help people with issues like this. And I've, I've saved thousands of people's data, baby pictures, documents, term papers, all kinds of things, it, their entire business databases, and it's just been a gift to be able to do it. And if people – didn't give me those those reviews and that feedback to let me know how well I was doing. I, I wouldn't be here, and I'm just I'm really proud of what I've accomplished. And I, I'm just I, more than anything, I'm just happy that I've been able to help people and help people understand technology. So it's truly a blessing. And th thank y'all for acknowledging that. I didn't expect that. No, oh, of course. Probably You're about the bomb, Jeremy. <laughs> thank y'all. Uh, Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> well, again, congratulations, Jeremy, and keep doing your work. Thank you for being a part of Everyday Tech, and you know you give advice here every week and if you need Jeremy you know one on one you can always visit him at uh, Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg we're going to take our last break of the show but uh, stay tuned because when we return we're going to take the World Backup Day Pledge I want everybody under the sound of my voice to stay tuned because we're going to take this pledge together now if you still have any questions or comments um, or personal tech questions you have time to call in the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one 672 7464 or you can reach us by email. The address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio.
can't get to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with our tech experts, Jeremy Thompson and Wilt Couture. Now, World Backup Day is Sunday, March 31st. So today we've been discussing backing up your technology. Now, if you'd like to be a part of the show, the phone lines are still open. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464, or you can reach us by email. The address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we've talked today about what is backing up. How do you back up? Where should I back up? And what's the process? Do I back up to a USB drive? Do I back up to the cloud? Is one better than the other? I like the Brian called in and said, that he actually takes his USB drive and puts it in a safe. I like that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, having it in the cloud is nice. Having it um, in other file ways are nice. But having that actual hard drive where you can actually put it in a safe or in a bank deposit box or something like that, very important. Especially, remember we had a lady who called in and said um, they've tried the the guy died and no one can get into his phone or getting yeah. pictures. What if it was a millionaire billionaire and there was some money that you couldn't get yeah. without this password and no one knows the password we, because the guy that's what you you said the story. Yeah. And it's like we need those things somewhere where we can tangible that we can actually retrieve them. That's why backing up is so important. Now guess what we're going to do? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do this together. So I want everybody to turn up your radio. Well, it's Jeremy Java, everyone, MPB, if you're listening, we're going to take the World Backup Day Pledge. We're going to, I'm going to read it once, and then we're going to read it together, okay? I, you have to raise your right hand. I solemnly swear to back up my important documents and precious memories on March 31st. I will also tell my friends and family about World Backup Day. Friends don't let friends go without backup. Now, you can take this pledge on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So, I want everyone to raise your right hand. Say it after me. I'm going to slow it down. I. I. Solemnly swear. You know what? Let's stop. (laughs) Oh, my God. I have a couple of jokesters. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I solemnly swear. I solemnly swear. To back up my important documents and precious memories. To back up my important documents and precious memories. On March 31st. On March 31st. March 31st. And will, other days, too. I will also tell my friends and family. I'm right now telling my friends and family. About World Backup Day. About World Backup Day. Friends don't let friends go without a backup. Friends, friends don't, don't let, let friends, friends go, go without, without a backup. And the sad part <laughs> is that they're reading, guys. They're reading, and they didn't even repeat it. You know. Well, we were, I was trying to figure out if we were going to like do like an alternator. No. We're going to say it at the same time no. sometime. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know if you guys actually like if we could actually sync up or if I'm like a second delayed or what. Y'all are funny. But now you can actually take this pledge um, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can go to worldbackofday.com and see the pledge itself and actually make it with your friends and your family to remind you to back up your data. And uh, we'll. You made a really good point. Don't just back up your data on May 31st, but it's a good uh, thing to uh, have a one day for everybody in the world to think about backing up data. And, you know, exactly. It it needs to be a a regular thing, just like, you know, um, things you can take care of. But and in this day and age, it's become so simple. It's automatic, Um, such as, you know, what he said a little bit earlier. It's like he had forgotten that he was even running the program. But when when the disaster struck, it's like. Oh, yeah, he looked there. He regained all of his data. It, it wasn't a, this is not a, um, this is not a, a troublesome chore. This is not something you're going to have to sit there and just spend a whole bunch of time on. It's, it's tend to it a little bit, get it going. You can set it and forget it. But I would actually say, you know, every now and then, check, make sure everything's still running. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, we did this show last year, and you made a good point. How do you test your backup? 
try to restore it. Okay. So. Go into there. So if you're backing up to a cloud service, try to grab files back out of that cloud service. If you're backing up to an external USB drive, try to restore. There's the, that's the other half of the backup process is the restoration process, or you know, we used to call that restore. Make sure that it actually comes back. Way back in the day, we used to back up the tape. Um, think kind of overgrown cassette tapes for those of y'all old enough to remember cassette tapes. And one of the biggest problems we would end up running into at that particular time was those tapes would wear out just like cassette tapes would wear out. And you'd go to get a backup and you would realize nothing was on there because they weren't actually recording. They went through the process, but nothing was really there. Um, not as big of a deal nowadays, but but yeah, every now and then you want to try to make sure you can actually restore it. If you're backing up, I know to uh, iCloud, you can go to iCloud.com.net. I forget which one it is. Go to that website. You can actually see that your files are there and when was the last time it picked up. Uh, Jeremy, what would be the equivalent on the Google, on the uh, Android side? Uh, either you would log into your Samsung account or your Google account, and then you could see all your stuff through Google Contacts, Gmail, uh, Google Photos, etc. Right. Yeah, make, make um, sure it's there. I also have one more suggestion. A lot of people like to go out and get that cheap external hard drive. You know, it's still got moving parts inside of it, but it's, you know, it's it's like wallet size, so they just like to carry it around, throw it in their bag. I recover data from these things that die all the time, and sometimes I don't recover data because it died and I can't get it off. So do not trust your data with something that you're carrying around with you on a regular basis. It's very, very untrustworthy. It, those physical parts inside that drive will get damaged. Um, recently, uh, just this week, I had a student. She's got a major senior project that she uh, she took it off of her MacBook. She put it on an external hard drive. She deleted it off of her MacBook, and then she dropped her external drive. Oh. So I am trying to help her recover from catastrophe. It has stressed me greatly, but I'm trying. And you can do it. If I'm anybody trying. can do it, you Jeremy. Can do it. <laughs> Jeremy well, can do what it. I have to do, because she dropped her hard drive, I have to do data recovery on her MacBook from the where she deleted the data. Oh, That's my. Very difficult. It is. Well, that will do it for us today. Thank you for listening to Everyday Tech. Now, if you missed part of the show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org slash everyday tech or subscribe to our podcast. For Jeremy Thompson and Will Scottrier, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Up next is Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy and join us next week for another episode of Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people only on MPB Think Radio.